Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Sans Pants Radio, I'm breaking up with you. Everyone plays The Sims differently. Zoe Bellotta, well, she meticulously makes her dream home, creates a perfect one-to-one of herself and her cat, and then lives her dream of being a cat lady living alone in a gigantic house. Me, on the other hand, I like spray-painting my dog and building a series of massive pits around my property. If you'd like to witness this, and I imagine you would, then head to twitch.tv sanspantsradio where me and Zoe stream The Sims 4 every Sunday at 7pm Australia time. Once again, that's twitch.tv sanspantsradio every Sunday from 7pm. Hey everybody and welcome to this week's episode of Shut Up A Second. I'm Jackson Bailey. I'm Zoe B. I'm Cass. And today's topic is... Krakens. What do you know about Krakens? Beak. Uh, that, Big beak. <laughs> that is not incorrect. Good, um, used for uh, breaking open the hard shell on boats. <laughs> <laughs> that must be great for Krakens. Crack open that hard shell. Is you reckon that's why they're called Krakens? Because yes. they're cracking open a sailing vessel? Yes. I bet they thought that hard about something when they <laughs> named it. Do you think, like... Like, would you have been frightened as a sailor in the day of of, of a big octopus? Um, I'm scared of big octopuses now. Yeah, as I said that, I realized that was a pretty stupid sentence. Re- Who's not scared of a big octopus? I reckon Bigger you'd be octopuses. <laughs> well, you'd be like in the docks or whatever, being like, "Nah, myth." And then you'd get out into the sea, and you'd get to the point where you're so far into the sea that all you can see is the ocean, and it'll be very scary when you can see nothing around you except for the sea and there's not even another boat, you would suddenly realise how small you are and how big things can be. That is when I would fear the crack. I like that they went to, like, big octopus. They went, like, what if big... I guess they were also, like, what if big fish. But, like... But I think, isn't the Kraken myth stemmed from the giant squid? Yeah, probably. So someone probably saw a giant squid and was like... The fork. <laughs> like, if you see giant squids, you're like, if they get that big, I bet they get bigger than that big. And then I bet they get the ship. Yeah, and I guess an octopus is already like an unsettling creature. Oh, yeah, if you didn't know what an octopus was. Yeah. Like the kangaroo. <laughs> oh. I'm sad that's that's not... unsettling now. <laughs> yeah. I know what that is, and it's still bad. And like someone explained that to you, and yeah. I was like, so it's a creature, it's got no bones. <laughs> It has eight legs. (laughs) Hey, got no bones. What? (laughs) It's got eight legs and its legs are filled with mouths. (laughs) Little suction cups. That's an unsettling description of an octopus. Mm. I feel like you can't have quite as unsettling a description of a kangaroo, though. Try and describe a kangaroo without... Like, okay. say I've never seen a kangaroo. Imagine a deer that walks like a man. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Except except its knees bend backwards, so it's got rabbit legs. Yeah. 
and has a hole on its front that it keeps a miniature version of itself in. <laughs> Fuck this, man. I'm never going to that Van Diemen's land. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sad there's not like an equivalent myth for the kangaroo. Like, like as the kraken is to the octopus, they're like, oh, yeah, if you're driving your car in the outback, a giant kangaroo will come and... Stomp you. Oh, I, yeah. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what a kangaroo can really do. Disembowel you. Yeah, that can, is the literal yeah. threat of a kangaroo. Disembowelment. Disembowel. Kangaroos are so much more frightening than anybody. Because we have a friend from the UK who is afraid <laughs> yeah. of snakes, but not afraid of kangaroos. And that was like, a really because we learned both fooled. of those facts on one night. I know. We saw both up close. We were at my house and we were walking through the backyard, and a snake. Br- ran slithered past her and she started crying and all of us were like it's fine man like we're 15 minutes away from a hospital if it bites you we've got you everyone knows how to make a tourniquet at this point and then a kangaroo came way too close to us and she went up to it and i had to shove her in my house to stop (laughs) her from trying to pat it people don't understand a kangaroo will grab you on the shoulders and then kick up its legs and tear your guts out yeah it uses its tail for balance and it will literally disembowel you if you ever see a kangaroo rock back on its tail it is too late for you (laughs) run if you can you are done yeah and don't is this a myth that kangaroos will drag you into a lake and drown you no that's true there's i have so many articles about them doing that to dogs yeah terrifying so if you're a little like a baby i was gonna say a little person (laughs) a child is what they're known as if you're a baby listening to this episode avoid kangaroos yeah if you can learn one lesson and i think it's like i've been walking in the bush and i've seen a snake and you're just like huh Okay, it's just a snake. Yeah. And then you slowly back away because the snake doesn't know what the fuck's going on. The snakes will only get you if you try and get them. Yeah. yeah. But if you're walking in the bush and you see a big kangaroo, it does a thing where it like puffs its chest out and you're like, oh no. <laughs> like that's scary. And you know it's quicker than you. Yeah, and it sees you and it you know it's seen you and you've seen it and you're having this moment where you stare mm-hmm. and you slowly start to – we recently, last year, had um, – I can only kind of describe it as like a, a dad roo that had – obviously aged out of its mob and had been ousted. Oh, man. Rogue, rogue. It was it was this rogue boy, and we think he was either deaf or blind oh, boy. because he came way closer to the house than the rest of the kangaroos come. Yeah. And we have this kind of path at the front. Of, there's this path between the front of our house and the, ga- and the fence, which no one really goes down, um, but our outside bins live there. And so because no one really goes there, there's just a lot of grass. Yeah. And this ousted roo was, like, just living and eating there because, like, obviously it was safe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you'd go to put stuff in the bin and you'd, like, look up from, like, chucking whatever and this big roo would be, like, a foot away from you and you're like, i got to slowly <laughs> back away. Oh, that's so scary. Snakes are a lot better because you see a snake and you're like, okay, the snake still thinks it's hidden. Yeah. If I walk away, the snake's like, I've done it. <laughs> Kangaroo looks you in the eye and you're like, fuck. Plus, yeah. Kangaroos are dumb as shit. Like, so when you see one, you're like, it's brain... There's nothing but fight or flight happening. Yeah. You know that when you're like driving along the road and you see a kangaroo looking at the car and you're like, you, there's nothing happening in your head. <laughs> there's just kick it, run, kick it, run. Yeah, absolutely. Kangaroos do. What are they doing fighting guards? <laughs> kick it all like it. Kick it all like it. <laughs> I have a friend who tells me this amazing story. She uh, had some friends down from Europe and she was driving them around and she was like, I'll show you. I think they went to the Great Ocean Road. Yeah, and. So she had these, like, three people from Europe. I think it was their first week in Australia. And as she was driving down the Great Ocean Road, a roo attacked her car. 
and oh. like kicked the front door really hard. And she was driving. It's not like it, she was parked. Like this Rue just like went for it. Yeah. Oh, God. And she still has a massive dint in the side of her car. But for the first couple of weeks, there was Rue hair stuck in the handle. Oh, my God. And she was like, what a weird fuck. She was like, it was a weird experience for me as someone who's lived in Australia my whole yeah. life. Imagine how fucking surreal that oh. would be if you were just someone who had been in the country for a week at that <laughs> point. I know, I know. It's funny, all Australian animals look cute, but the ones that you should be scared of and the ones you shouldn't be scared of are like swat, like a snake. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I said, it's, I think it's because everybody in Australia is taught, like, see a snake. Snakes can't really see you if you stop moving. They'll just slither past you, whatever. And we got anti-venoms, it's fine. But they're like, if you see a wombat... A wombat will barrel at your legs and knock you over with, like, the force of a car. So <laughs> fucking avoid a wombat. Yeah, I guess echidnas are pretty safe. Echidnas Don't stand on one, I guess. Oh, super cute. We had an echidna at my house. This is just animals I've had at my house at That's this point. That's a great look. It's, it's interesting. Yeah, we had this echidna at my house, and I posted a video of it on my Instagram, and then we actually had a live show later that night. Yeah. And um, someone came up to me at the show, hi, if you're listening, this one person, and they were like, oh, I saw you went to the zoo today. And I was like, huh? <laughs> and they were like, yeah, I saw that video of your the echidna at the zoo. And I was like, zoo? That was my backyard. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I know, it's crazy. Like we all, There's like a period of time up at my parents' place where it's just like echidna season and they're just fucking everywhere and like that's it. Like yeah. it's not even exciting anymore. You're just like, oh, yeah, cool. there's one. Uh, good. Yeah, look at that little I, tiny asshole. I lived a bit further into yeah. the city, so um, we had one echidna at our ha- house once, and we just followed it around the yard. Like, <laughs> oh my god, you precious baby angel, you're so lost. I love with echidnas that, like, if you just stand still, the echidna, like, for long Forgets, enough, yeah. the echidna's like, I guess they're gone, <laughs> and then like borrows out, and then that must be such a shock to the echidna when you move, and it's like fuck, and buries itself straight away. Yeah, how cool is it that you got echidnas, porcupines, and hedgehogs? They're rules. Yeah. Same and they're basic all just design. Not related at all. Yeah, barely. Yeah, no, no, like genetic similarity, but same basic design <laughs> in three continents. If that doesn't show you the laziness of God, <laughs> like I get it. It's a good design. What if mammal but spiky? But also, we've seen it. You know, I got <laughs> a lot. Of, I I've got never a, seen a porcupine though. I've never. It's true. I've not never in, seen one either. In real life. Yeah, in real life. I was going to say in the TV. I have. I had a friend in high school who went to I think New Caledonia, and they uh, just randomly in the forest found a baby albino porcupine. <gasps> oh, not porcupine, uh, a hedgehog. Hedgehog. Oh my god. And it was like it's like fits in the palm of your hand, and it was adorable. Oh. Also, people eat them. I learned that from you. Yeah, my family eats uh, hedgehogs. Yeah, not now. Not as now. As far but as I know, <laughs> you can't prove nothing. Okay, so many years ago. I was talking to my nonno about how I saw whatever in the house. Okay. Oh, a frog had gotten into the house. Oh, yeah. Like a really cute frog. And I was showing him photos. I was like, a frog got into the house. It was hanging out in the shower. And he was telling us stories of all the animals he saw in the old country, and which was Italy in 1930. Um, wow. It's like I'm there. <laughs> <laughs> she painted a picture. <laughs> um, and so he was working construction. And no, it would have been the 70s because my dad was alive in this. So it was 1970s. <laughs> it's like I'm there. That <laughs> so would have been very early 1970s, very late 60s possibly. And so my nonno was working construction and they found this little family of hedgehogs. And he was like, oh, can I have these to his foreman? And his foreman's like, why do you want these? And he's like, oh, I have kids because my dad's one of three and he's the middle and he was like, I have kids and I think they'd love them as pets. And so the foreman was like, yeah, whatever. 
and then my nonna went home and made a soup out of them because meat was very hard to come by in the 70s. Does anyone else imagine hedgehog tasting just goddamn delicious? Yeah, no, it's like one of the kind of like quail, like little. Mm, like I was imagining it tasting like nuts for some reason. Oh, yes, yeah, I love it. Like a hazelnut kind mm. of thing from the hedgehog. I don't know why, but that's what no, I'm... No, it's like when you get a good pate and you know they mm. fed the bird good. Mm, <laughs> yes, oh, yes. Hey, what animal do we not typically eat but you think would be delicious? Like an animal, nobody really eats it. Or, you know, like, I mean, maybe people do like the hedgehog, but you're like, that animal would be great. I think giraffe would taste a bit like white red meat. Do you know what I mean? a little pork. Yeah, like porky, I think a giraffe would be. You get so much meat out of the neck. Yeah, exactly. And that flank. Oh, my Mm. God. Give me that giraffe. How do you even? How do you even kill a giraffe? Well, strangle it. Trip it. But that's up. why we don't need it. <laughs> yeah, it's too hard. We cannot take on a giraffe. Yeah, we but, know our bounds. <laughs> but I don't know, who was? Well, isn't it like um, predators don't taste very good? I've heard that. But then also like like I don't know predators eating meat. I like meat. I've heard yeah. coyotes pretty nice. You know, oh. and coyote I feel like is like it's like it's like a trash dog. Like it, it only That's eats true. refuse, but apparently it's really tasty. Hyena I reckon would be gross. Oh yeah, yeah. that's Gamey. a, a mm. yucky. Yeah, anything that hasn't made a proper decision on the coat. No, thank you. What? what? Like, hyena a bit hairy, not really. Uh, okay. No, thank you. So if an animal's not. Commit to one. Yeah. Be full of hair or have none. Okay, so it's based on Be the all pelt spikes. for you. It's a yes. pelt situation. Exactly. Hedgehog <laughs> consistent. Sure. Delicious. <laughs> Eat hyena? No. Nope. Is it a hy- what's inconsistent about a hyena? There uh, <laughs> Am I thinking about the Disney depiction of hyenas? They yes. do have mohawks, but so does a horse. Right? Yeah, and horse is good. Yeah. Well, zebra's got a mohawk. Horse yeah, just has a mane, I guess. Zebra just tastes like horse, but different. Yeah. <laughs> I think red panda would taste decadent as. Oh, yeah. Sweet. Yeah. Mm. Mm. When the world ends, I may eat a zoo, you know? We like... ate a zoo. <laughs> <laughs> do you reckon there'd be anybody, like, world ends, you go to the zoo to eat. Do you reckon I'm the only person there? Oh, I guess there's No. No, other attendants. people have thought about. No, the zoo attendants have left. If it's the end of the world, I'm not. If I even if. I love those animals. I'm not staying at the zoo. <laughs> no, you like, no zoo attendants take the animals with them because mm. they're like people are going to eat you. I've I know of it. I've, I've of heard a, of, these of a Jackson, Jackson baby. <laughs> <laughs> How cool, cool! Like coming into the zoo and you see a crashed car and you look in the crashed car and it's like a chimp and a man and you're like that man was trying to f- free the chimp but the chimp killed like. If you're trying to free any great ape, it will kill you, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, guaranteed. Like, if I'm like, oh, no, my zoo is under fire, the world ended, the zombies have come, I'll free this orangutan, I am getting killed you, by that, that orangutan. Th- first thought process? What, I save the orangutan? Yeah. Well, there's not many of them left, so it's, you got, it's endangered. Yeah, got to get them the back orang- into the wild in this zombie apocalypse. Well, what would you, zombie, the, the warning zoo? I just don't z- think I'd think of the zoo. You'd just leave? Yeah, save yourself. <laughs> Look, that's fair. Unless I was at the zoo when it happened. Yeah, that's what I'm imagining. So imagine. Oh, okay. So we're at the zoo. That's you different. work at the zoo, and over the loudspeaker is like, "Attention, zoo staff. There's a, there's a zombie apocalypse. Fuck. What? <laughs> <laughs> it's good if it's in the middle of like a bird show. Actually, no. Do you, do you know what that I sucks. reckon would happen? And it's not fun. Yeah. Um, kill all the apes first because uh-uh, that's true. You don't want ape zombies. Yeah, that's oh. a good point. Because it would suck doing it, and I don't want it to happen. I'd just rather there'd be no apocalypse, to be honest. That's fair. But I think you'd I have would, to. How are you killing the apes? Gun. Yeah, what, gun. What gun does Zoo have? Zoo doesn't have gun. Wait, does Trank Zoo have gun? gun? That's not going to kill the A apes. Lot of it's yeah, but then you can kill them. Oh, I see. 
I'd be too scared to kill the apes. I'd just go. I think I would. I would, this is not a job I would ever have. I can't work at a zoo in case I ever have to apocalypse kill someone. <laughs> I would be scared now that you've mentioned zombie apes. apes yeah, because where's the line for the zombie apocalypse? Like, if if is it trans species? Yeah, I have to assume. Like in some zombie things, like you get zombie dogs. Okay, because so. that's a fucking terrifying thought. I just only I I have always. Apocalypse people and the animals were safe. Yeah. But I'd obviously never thought about it too hard. But I get, like, what's, I feel like an ape zombie is scarier than, like, a tiger zombie, you know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's got yeah, thumbs. Yeah, that's true. Anything that's with thumbs. That's the strength of an ape. <laughs> that's that's a good point. Also, any of the tiger zombies or, like, lion zombies, they'll like just eat each other just and whatever. Like, a tiger's just scary now. Yeah, but is it? Are you really scared if of a tiger? If I come up to a tiger in person, no cage, I'm fucking scared. I think I'm just like, well, I'm going to die. You know what I mean? Like, no, no, that's different, Jackson. Hang on. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 that's, wait, wait. That's wait, fear. Wait, wait, wait. <laughs> yeah. Yes. You okay. come up against an ape. Yes. Zombie ape. Ah, oh no. This this will hurt. Yeah. Okay, so the difference for you, you you fear pain, not death. Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. No, I just needed to figure that out because okay, like, yeah, I'm not scared was... of a tiger because I'll just die. And it's like, what? <laughs> what do you think will happen with the ape, idiot? <laughs> no, like cause a tiger will just, like it's like a tiger in real life will just snap my neck. It'll How? just go for my, because it'll just pounce on me, bite oh, my got throat. got really big heads. Yeah. I'm done. That's it. Goodbye. Sayonara. Jackson Bailey killed by a tiger. We all knew it was coming. But an ape. We did know it was coming. Who knows? Yeah, might you... tear my arms off. Yeah. Might pull my face off and eat it like that chimp did to that woman that one time. See? Chimps are scary. They No, terrifying. They yeah. are terrifying. Tigers, eh, it's inevitable. A tiger's like a tidal wave, you know, via zombie apocalypse. Zombie apocalypse, I got a bit of hope. Chimp, bit of hope. Tidal wave, that's well, nice to think of. that's me, <laughs> you know. <laughs> anyway, I guess that's just my philosophy on death. That's um, just so... Yeah. Like, it's just so weird to think in the zombie apocalypse, like, your biggest fear is apes. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. What's the apes turn? Jackson, we went to an island that doesn't have a zoo on it. I don't know what else we can do to help you. Yeah. The look, apes are coming for I'm me. I'm telling you, the apes, they've got my number. They've got thumbs. It's just a matter of time before they hitchhike on a boat. <laughs> apes know how. That would be scary. Imagine, like, the world ends. Wait. How cl- how clever are zombies? They, I don't think they're clever as such as they're like mildly intelligent. So if a zombie was like food inside, they're like, oh, okay, door, get through door. So they're not planning anything. If an ape gets zombied, does is that it dumber? Ape, yeah, is it dumber or cleverer? How th- clever is an ape? I don't mm. think it changed. Well, you can think of like, if you think of apes now, they're intelligent enough to learn sign language, even if they don't have the same language comprehension, they can still work out symbols to get what they want. So it is like a language form. So I don't think it would be past a zombie to be like, person inside, door, break door, get person, eat person. I guess an ape could figure that out now. What? You're getting scared of zombies? Yeah, I don't like zombies. Zombies are those one things that make me really uncomfortable when you talk about. Like, Mm. I couldn't watch The Walking Dead because it makes me too aware of my own mortality. Is that like your least favourite apocalypse? Yeah, straight up. If it's zombie, somehow like a Mad Max situation, I'm okay with. But a zombie, I kill myself straight away. As soon as they're like, there's zombies. You know what? I'm out. It was lovely knowing you guys. It's because... Anything other is the tidal wave. Like a robot apocalypse, like a Terminator, yeah. that's a tidal. I can't fight a robot. 
I just know that in my heart that if the T-1000 wanted to snap my neck and whatever, use my blood, that's me. But zombies, maybe I can survive for a year. And that's scary. Yeah. Hope is no good. (laughs) Destroy it. Get rid of it. That's the apocalypse I want. Mm. Wasteland apocalypse is like, I could survive. And because it's so, I always romanticize. It's like, maybe maybe I'll have a bit of fun. Like if I had to. Like I wouldn't choose it. If I had to. If I had to, like I know what I'd wear. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh yeah. Like the best thing about a Mad Max apocalypse Absolutely, hundred percent, million percent, figuring out your outfit. Oh, and which we it. already have. Oh yeah, we like at, in our social circle. Absolutely, as is. a great game to play with your friends is what would your Mad Max outfit be? And if you had one album for the apocalypse, like in your beat up Mad Max mobile, what's the album you're playing? What, you know, what is it? Oh, what was yours again? I cannot remember. Oh no, mine's so fresh. Two thousand and seven. <laughs> Whichever one had Maroon's fi- Maroon Five's "She Will Be Loved." Aww. That's the one I picked. <laughs> now here's a quick word from our sponsor. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry, and some well less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs. United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is PlushCare. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Also, look, Shut Up A Second is great, but did you know that here at Sans Pants Radio, we produce at least six other podcasts? Possibly you're looking for a show that instead of frustrating you like Shut Up A Second probably does, helps you decide which video games to get and play because Jackson and his good friends reviewed them. If this sounds like you, then why not head to sanspantsradio.com and look for Thumb Cramps, our video game review podcast that's far better than it has any right to be. I think an old compilation is the best pick. I... I know that you picked the best one. Oh, but it's great to also to imagine, like, you know, like you're riding through the apocalypse and you find, like, a beat-up crash truck. You crack open, like, a box looking for supplies and just all of these copies of So Fresh 2007 <laughs> for you. All right. <laughs> okay. That's pretty good. What did you guys pick? What was your Wasteland album? My wasn't an album. It was just one song that I agreed on. Uh-huh. Ooh, Brick House by the Commodores. Oh, it's a great choice. I just think me... In in my visual, because we decided it was a glam apocalypse. Yeah, it's a glam apocalypse. It's a glam apocalypse. I am in like a full sequin bodysuit mm. with like a helmet on. 
like a war helmet, not like a bike helmet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just me on my like beat up ute, which is now a chariot pulled by war boys. <laughs> and you just hear break <laughs> house, and I come into scene. That's great. That's it's incredible. Uh, I think my look was uh, the little red booty shorts I wear sometimes. Oh, so good. Maybe boots, like like combat, yeah, combat boots. boots. Yeah. Shirtless. And then goggles over my eyes. But then when I take the goggles off, I've got like incredible glam makeup on, but it's like hidden by the goggles. So I go like such on top of my head, there I am too. She will be loved. And I'm driving a VW Beetle with a whole bunch of baby on board stick- stickers in the back window. <laughs> So many that I can't see out the back. But, hey, maybe the war boys will be kinder to me on the Fury Road. (laughs) Everybody go round. He's got a baby. He's got many babies. And then they get in front of me and I'm like, you idiots. How would I raise a baby in this crap sack world? (laughs) Then you rev it and it's like, boom, I don't mind. Every day. And then I just destroy them. (laughs) In the pouring rain. Yeah, it's a perfect album. What about you, Cass? What's your Wasteland album look and vehicle? Okay, I don't think I decided on an album, but the idea of just being like the worst fuck out there who's made like a homemade compilation of all the novelty songs that have come out over the last 10 years. Like, I've got the Skibbity song. Oh, fuck I've yeah. got Smell Your Dick on there. It's, it's just a, it's a horrible compilation of people being like, oh, God, I remember that. What does the fox say is there? <laughs> Things that stick in no one's memory but everyone remembers on site and it's bad. That's great. Um, a little bit of Mumbo number five. Oh. Whatever that song that's that's like, that is a cl- no, yeah, no, that's wiggle, right. Wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. What's that, that oh, red food? LMFAO. Yeah. Sexy and I know oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Blasting into war with sexy and yeah, I no, know no. it. Like, oh fuck yeah, Cassie rule. That's that's what I do every time I, I gun someone down. <laughs> I gun someone down to the music of whatever I'm playing. <laughs> the idea of like that, like. I'm sexy and I know it as you crest the sand dune into a war boy. My outfit would be the biggest boots and the smallest pants. Yes, good choice. Um, I would have some sort of scarf cape dealio that would flow nice. lavishly behind me and have no purpose. Very Priscilla. <laughs> oh, I guess so. I felt actually seeing Priscilla. It's a, it's a great sit on my life. Yeah, Again, look, a crime that, for me to admit. It's a great film, but you'll see it eventually. Yeah, I will, I will. Um, yeah, big coat, big capey thing. Actually, no, it does have a function. I, I get some so easily. Oh, yeah, that's so true. It would, be like, it would be more of a, like a giant scarf wrapped around, but if the wind blows, it blows out, so mm. like I can actually get some air in there. Yeah, that's nice. That's, um, that's clever. Yeah, some, no, no sunblock at the mm, end of the wall. No, something shiny and lovely. And, yeah, just like big hooded, like big sa- big big bit of fabric, mm-hmm. sashy type thing wrapped around everywhere. Giant boots, tiny pants. Oh, that's so good. Um, and what car? Yeah, what are you driving? What's your wasteland vehicle look Ooh, like? Oh, my God. I don't even know what cars oh, are. I know. Like, I chose a VW Beetle because it was the first thing I could think of. Um, I have is... half a ute, so. <laughs> and the back half. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Zoe doesn't even have a car. No, well, she moves. You've got your war boy. I, war boy I like horsepower. Yeah. It's war boy power. Um, maybe one of those, like, several motorcycles, but there's <laughs> someone's. Yeah, you, like literally tied together and just a couple of slats of wood over the back. That is a powerful, <laughs> okay. strange vehicle. I think, I think I'm... It's like, coming together? I think I'm remembering something else that exists. But okay. Like bikes as horses. So like I've got a thing of motorbikes and 
uh, I've made all the ignitions like by like rip cord. So I've got a like I've got four motorbikes. I've got planks of wood along the bases so I can just stand on it, and I pull all the cords to start the motorbikes like a chainsaw. What I really like about that is that to play your album, you just have to have like a CD. Player. <laughs> oh yeah, boombox like nailed in. <laughs> That's great. It also makes any seat. How do you control those? I'm into it though. <laughs> it's 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 wild, but I'm into it. I guess. I mean, Zoe's is perhaps the slowest. You're just pulled by boys. Yeah, but Brickhouse. Yeah. That's true. No, you got a good point there. Yeah. I, I'm kind of like Omar in The Wire, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where I'm not fast, but I'm I'm powerful. Yeah. And there's that yeah. slowness that adds that that uh, terrifying je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Well, you're, yes. not, you're not on the Fury Road, I guess. No, you're, I'm not you're... on the Fury Road. I'm kind of... You're paraded around a barter town yeah. situation. Yeah. You know? You're kind of like Tina Arena. Turn up, turn up, turn up, turn up. Oh, turn up for what's also on my playlist. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yes. Oh, it's gone. <laughs> oh, no. Where'd oh, it go? It's back. It's back. Um, the, the, the je ne sais quoi of like slow moving, it's like you physically represent the space between the words brick and house yeah. in the song Brick House. <laughs> Choose a brick. And then everyone gets a moment to think about what's happening. They're like, oh, Oh, this isn't good. House. <laughs> also, I think that yours is perhaps the most frightening thing to see. Like any of us cresting a hill, you're like, oh, yeah, it's a race. Yeah. You cresting a hill with boys, you're like, I don't know what is about to happen to me right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what this situation is. Are you standing on the chariot? Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm good. standing on the back of the ute, kind of holding on to the back of the ute's yeah. cabin. Mm-hmm. And they're just, but there's no motor. So in no. my mind, it's the cabin. And the plank. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, the, the bed. The bed, yeah, of yeah. Of the ute, but the, the engine's gone. And I'm looking for an engine. That's my whole thing. <laughs> oh, oh, that's your wasteland goal? Is yeah, to try like and everyone's find got a... their own thing. Like the wives are trying to escape, but I'm just trying to get an engine because I'm real. This truck was my father's, maybe. I don't <laughs> Man, know. Man, this narrative is growing. <laughs> what a story. How did you find the War Boys? Are it they came... the War Boys of Immortan Joe? Is this set in Mad Max? I've I've got my um your own war boys. I've got my ways. In my way, I've just cloned Adam four times. <laughs> That's so She's sad. A brick. House. <laughs> I don't know if I have a wasteland goal. I'm just going around, you know, having a good time. Well, you're collecting babies, apparently. Well, yeah, I just know that's just to keep the war boys from crashing into me. I'm just looking for a bit of respect. I also imagine that I've not somehow lost weight. Like, yeah. like I am the same shape, even though I have, I'm only eating lizards and filtered piss, whatever. But somehow I still got a bit of a belly, you know? That, a, there's a lot of me to love. That's that's how yeah. that's how it is in the wasteland. That is very good. I don't know what my wasteland goal would be. Mm. I guess it's... Not die, but (laughs) I like to imagine that the wasteland comes and for everything that's going on, it's just boring. So I will take on any quest because Jesus Christ, (laughs) there's nothing to do. (laughs) I miss TV. (laughs) The switch ran out of juice and I can't play Stardew Valley anymore, so I guess i got to build my own farm. (laughs) Maybe I'm looking for So Fresh 2008. (laughs) That's my goal in life. Got to find some destroyed JB Hi-Fis or Sanities or whatever. I don't know where they would would keep... the hell out of this show. I know, this sounds great. Put us in the apocalypse, please. That's what I'd like to see. Um, oh, you, you made me think of something. But if, yeah, what would you miss the most? Speaking of TV, 
TV. You missed. Oh yeah. Well yeah. Okay. Aside the, from people and stuff. Yeah, yeah 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 yeah. People don't count. What thing? I think it would be milk. I would miss a cool glass of milk. You can That's, find cows. Yeah, but I can't. I don't know how to pasteurize milk and make oh, it yeah. cold. It's hot. <laughs> I don't. I'm just gonna milk a cow. And can I find? <laughs> I can maybe find like one very sick cow and I squeeze its udder and sand comes <laughs> out. And I'm like, I can't drink this. Yeah. It comes out like a whisper. <laughs> I was once milk. <laughs> this cow should be dead, really. <laughs> I think I think I would miss the most just like the feeling of when it's cold and then you have a very hot shower and oh, then yeah. you put on warm clothes oh, and you yeah. get into bed and mm. like everything's freshly made. That's true. Coziness is gone. Oh yeah. You can't be cozy in the wasteland. It's just not happening. Not and especially not on the outfits we've chosen. <laughs> no. I am always gonna be very sunburned. I'm that is a shame. S- I'm wearing the glitteriest pants and they hurt to rub <laughs> up against. <laughs> Man, nobody thinks about that with their cool wasteland outfit. Also, how am I reapplying my makeup every morning? Yeah, I guess so. Yep. That's your one little bit of humanity. Yeah. Because having... I know I do that when I do I go camping and my friends make fun of me because they're like, We're camping, so Yeah. Don't have to wear makeup, and I'm like, this is my one little thing that I have that reminds me what I uh, what I was before I came here. <laughs> also, I really fucking hate camping. So it's very funny that because I'm wearing goggles all the time, like to protect my makeup, I'm going to be really tanned everywhere yeah. else, but have weird goggle tan going on. Once but, you take the makeup off, you're like, oh, it's just a like, weird ooh, pasty ooh. Rac- uh, backwards <laughs> raccoon. That is no good. Put the makeup back on. <laughs> Uh, I always thought, because we watched Doomsday Preppers, this is not quite the same Mad Max apocalypse, but we watched Doomsday Preppers, uh, me, Adam, and Cass. I don't know if you ever watched it with us. I watched one episode. Episodes. Yeah. yeah. But we always two. thought that the, the Doomsday Prepper show is like a treasure map. Like, at the end of the world, <laughs> yeah. if you have those DVDs, you know where so many caches of food and weapons are, and you also know how to get into every house. That's amazing. That's so useful. I don't know why there's not... I mean, I guess it's weird to... I'm like, that's a good TV show. Like, a, a, a crew of Wasteland people being like, this is the... We have season one of Doomsday Preppers. Goal one, find a portable DVD player we can power. <laughs> then goal two, find these places. And they're always like... Some guy who's like, yeah, I'll just have a... I remember we were watching one and it was like, we got a billion guns, we got all this food, and if anybody comes, we just go down into our little, like, um, what do you call it, like, safe room. And oh, we they lock- had, like, a little bunker, but yeah. then they locked themselves out of... Their food. So, like, all you got to do is arrive, be like, hey, get in the bunker. They do rob them and leave, and they yeah. come out like, oh, damn, we should have probably put the food Ooh. in the bunker. <laughs> a lot of, like, there were some people on the Doomsday Prepper show that came out and they'd be like, oh, oh my God, it's... Please watch it if you haven't. It's, it's so very funny. Good. It's oh my so God. good. Because like at the end, the Doomsday Prepper people give them a rating out of like on survive on their survival skills essentially on and how they'd survive their particular apocalypse because everyone believes they're a different type of doomsday is coming. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So financial collapse, you know, petrol war thing, all these different stuff. Um, and then often the people will be like, okay, so, you know, the rating you've got is not 10, mm-hmm. um, you are not 100% prepared for the thing that you think will happen. And it, it is quite sad because some some of the uh, people on the show, it's clear that they're mentally ill, so the things that they're doing aren't rational. Yeah. <laughs> so they're never going to be 100% right and then just watching them be like, no, it's not. Th-. But then sometimes they're like, well, of course we wouldn't show you everything. Yeah, yeah. So Sneaky. I know yeah. you always want the Doomsday Prep of show to be like, hey, here's what we recommend. Not like, oh, hey, get more guns. or Just be like, therapy. Maybe yeah. go, go, go see a therapist. You, you I like the one. One episode, I've seen this episode where it, a husband and wife and they go into the wasteland, 
the, the desert, yeah. as it's still known. <laughs> um, and they're preparing for the apocalypse, but it's just something that's fun for them to do as a couple. Yeah, I think another I episode. like that that's one. Great. That's sweet. That's nice, though. Yeah, it's like a just... hobby together. It's yeah, yeah, they were just like, we're looking for something to do. Yeah. And they just practice survival skills rather than getting guns. I always think, that... I think that's important to learn as well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's so many people that are like, I'll just have heaps of guns and I'll be good. And it's like, but you don't know. How do you what? get your food? My guns are my food. Yeah, like that just doesn't, what? And then there's that awesome guy whose whole thing is that he just wanders around and he knows how to make salads out of weeds. Oh, that dude oh, was fun. He rolls. And then he, he's like, you always carry around a bottle of dressing. And we all, we're watching it. We're like, how great. How great to kill that guy for the that meat on his bones dressing. or whatever. And then you just find dressing. Because how rare to find dressing at the end of the world. Oh, You'd be so excited. Yeah. I would miss dressing as well. And lettuce. Cheese. Cheese. Oh, God God damn it. Lettuce I probably wouldn't miss because I'd be eating a lot of leaves. Yeah. I sp- do you know what leaves are good? Oh, I just can't be that hard to figure out. Get him to get a test Jackson. Jackson tests all my leaves for me. Eating sure a good. lot of leaves. Can you eat leaves now? I'm sure I could. I don't. I just don't think that you that's gonna... have... I know my, my grandma the, on the other side of my, well, I guess it's, it's not really that different. Yeah. On the other side of my family just will pick weed. <laughs> Fuck. Okay. We'll pick weeds. And just like make a salad out of that, and we're like, yeah, yeah, that's weeds. And she's like, no, it's good food. You just don't eat it in this country. Okay. So, well, I guess maybe you will eat leaves. Yeah. All right. That's that's a great strategy. Just eat leaves. Just eat There'll leaves. be a council of yayas telling everyone what is and isn't good food. Yeah. Because back in the same vein as eating hedgehogs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we look, there's probably heaps of things in this country we should be eating. I think I'll turn to eating humans pretty quickly. Yeah. I think that's just, you look, know. Look, you're one step above it now. Exactly, so you're, exactly. You're literally just waiting for an excuse. All it takes is the bombs drop and I'm like, well, cool, time to file my teeth into points. <laughs> Sweet. Great. Cool. The moment you hear, and then you look over and I'll be, <laughs> run. <laughs> I will it's eat not, you. There yeah, are no loyalties left. It's nice to know that there's no love. <laughs> run. I will consume you. I am nothing if not a wasteland monster right about now. Jackson, there are nerves in your teeth. Oh, no! <laughs> God, this hurts, but it's so worth it, I assume. <laughs> And then oh, it's real sad to get halfway through filing your teeth to points and stop. <laughs> it hurt too much. Now I just, you have, just have one point to <laughs> I got like a snaggle tooth yeah. now. Like, it's not, it isn't useful. That's a shame. Is there anyone you'd go out and kill like the world's ended might as well? You no. Know? Yeah. What? Yeah, I thought so. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. World's ended. Yeah, there's no rules left. Yeah, you know. No rules. And there's some guys that have wronged me. Yeah, go ice some people. Whatever. Why? It's the new world, baby. No. Here we are. New world and I have to assert my dominance as a killer. Absolutely. And I got to eat, Cass. I, will... I think that would be my thing in the apocalypse. I think I would become like kind of the apocalyptic hired killer, like an assassin. Oh, yeah. That would, I don't know how. No, well, look, if you're willing to do it, you got people like Cass who aren't. Totally valid, totally fine. For for food and and share that food if you pay me. Thank you guys for making me feel better about not wanting to kill someone. (laughs) 
It's, to- it's fine. It's totally valid if you want to kill people or eat people in the apocalypse, and it's totally valid if you don't. Uh, yeah, you're I mean, to you're gonna do feel whatever you want. Yeah. You're gonna feel real yuck about it, and all the therapists are gonna be doing their own thing. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Nobody's gonna be giving therapy. In yeah, the wasteland. it's actually maybe therapy is what I'm gonna miss the most in the wasteland. <laughs> that's fair because that- I need it so much now. I can't imagine how much therapy I will need. In the wasteland. In the wasteland. But I always think also in the wasteland, my my life expectancy is pretty low. Like, why not lean in? You know what yeah, I mean? Whatever. Yeah, that's true. Let's go full crazy. I got, like, what, three years max? Five, if I'm lucky? Yeah. Also, yeah, I'm actually with Jack. Let's lean into the insanity. But have fun with it, not, not kill everyone. Kill yes. everyone. You can have a lot of fun. I'm going to eat everyone. That's my plan. You know? I can have fun and eat people, Cass. Oh my god, that is what will kill you. Oh, absolutely. My yeah. prions will go all wrong, and I'll you don't go even nuts. know how to cook meat like regular meat. I, maybe I'll just have it raw. Whatever, oh, world ended. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go raid the Marley Spoon Factory. And... <laughs> <laughs> Look, as, whilst me and Zoe are killing people and I'm eating people, you just go live a pretty regular life, I yeah. guess. Everyone, everyone in this company goes insane and starts attacking like everyone, and I'm just like, cool. No one's tapped into this Woolworths. <laughs> it's very funny to Sam's pants like. I don't know, in the middle of like a, a, a one of our monthly meetings, the world ends, we all kill each other and you just walk out like, well, I just wasn't involved in that. <laughs> just, they started so early they, on the killing front. They oh, they didn't even know if the bombs had dropped. They just, just heard they, a big boom they and heard, everyone panicked. They just went for it. That's pretty realistic. Look, if I've ever wanted fan art of an episode, someone draw fan art of our Wasteland outfits, Yeah, please. we've been dying. I still think that should be the photo shoot for our next big tour. Because it's just such a great image. And, and Glampocalypse rules. Glampocalypse yeah. is very good. I, I reckon we should try and work it into our next company photo shoot. There's <laughs> yeah. no way to do that. No. It will be a shoehorn. I can't even think of how that will be relevant. But Oh, yeah, because you're like, thematically, that doesn't suit any of our shows. Yeah, no, not even a bit. But let's do it regardless. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, just for our own fun. Exactly. And on that note, I've been, this episode was Krakens, by the way. I <laughs> spoke been, about it a little bit. Yeah, look, they got enough Krakens, and then they got Wasteland talk. <laughs> oh, Kraken Apocalypse. That's yeah. what yeah. it, yeah, no, it's sorted. It's fine. I've been Jackson Bailey. I've been Zoe B. I've been Cass. Goodbye and good Kraken to y'all. Get Kraken. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to help support this show and all the other shows we do here at Sans Pants Radio, then why not subscribe to SansPantsPlus.com? For as little as $5 a month, you could have access to a whole bunch of bonus shows and content. Once again, that's SansPantsPlus.com.